Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday night, and that means it's time for Wrestling Inc. to chat all about SmackDown, and have we got a show for you. We're talking triple threat matches. We're talking U.S. championship contender matches, and we're even talking about the only one tribal chief. But before we get into all of that good stuff, allow me to introduce the team. I'm Jack Farmer being joined by Glenn and Issa. Glenn, we're doing a show together. How you doing, pal? This is so weird. I'm like, wait, was I supposed to do this? Have I been supposed to play that intro thing? I haven't been playing the intro thing. Man. (laughs) This yeah, we're like, playing the intro thing. Playing the, this is how the other half lives. Like, uh, this is crazy. Yeah, well, we're going to go right off the rails here today, so Glenn. So don't don't think we're going to stick on the rails. We're driving I'm, off on a safari. It's going to be a fun one. For the ride, Jack, Jack, Boback, Banana, Fana, Fofac. Oh, we are going to have a wow. good time. Isa, she's already over it. She's done. She doesn't even want to talk about how she's doing. <laughs> Isa, you're already tapping out. Uh, Jack, I should let you in our inside joke of when never somebody says something that annoys me, I just turn my camera off. So if I turn my camera off, you should know that you're just annoying us. Yeah, watch, watch. Uh, Roman Reigns is a needy bitch. <laughs> there we go. Is that that's all I have to do to get rid of Issa? Jeez, that would have been. When I could have done that back. a long time ago. All you have uh, to do is exist, Jack. I could do, oh, <laughs> trust me, I could talk about Logan Paul for an hour if we need to get rid of Isa. I don't mind um, Logan Paul, he's my neighbor. <laughs> he's, he is. Do you, he steal, is. do you steal his newspaper? That's the question. I don't steal his newspaper, <laughs> but I did hear, <laughs> I did hear that he was having coffee the other day at my, at, at the Starbucks that I frequent. And I was like, he's never there when I go get my Starbucks. Yeah. I think you should steal his newspaper and just yell out, pay your taxes. Yeah. And then, you know, like. Crypto zoo. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Issa name dropping all the local Puerto Rican places like Starbucks. Um <laughs> We've got uh, we've got some news here, and it's it's a bit of a downer to kick things off. I guess before we get into it, of course, if you're watching us uh, live or if you're listening to us later, make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, give us a a nice five star review with a nice little note about how much you appreciate us. That's always appreciated. Keon Robinson already hopping in here saying Issa is looking beautiful as always. Thank you, Keon. I appreciate that. Best yeah. super shot of the night already. That's, well. So there you go, guys. If you want to top that, throw in some more super chats. Let's see if we can top that. Uh, Zook, I'm going to shout you out anyways, lurking. Uh, We'll talk about the lurkers here in a second. But let's talk about the news here. It's a bit of a downer. Uh, Darren Drozdoff, who wrestling fans remember from his days in WWE and ECW, has passed away at the age of 54. The official statement from his family, which was obtained by WWE, reveals that he died this morning of natural causes. Uh, Glenn, this is a very, very sad story. Um, another wrestler lost too young. And quite a tragedy in the ring. I mean, many of us remember Draws from his memorable introduction in the Beyond the Mat documentary, impressing Vince McMahon with his uh, abilities to regurgitate mm-hmm. on command. And it's funny, given what a gimmick that seemed like, he actually went on to have memorable career in wwf at the time as draws uh, the rock putting him over in a tweet today talking about all the cards they shared together and then unfortunately suffered an in-ring accident against d'lo brown in 1999 
that left him uh, unable to use his legs and uh, with some medical complications as a result. But he was very well known for his optimistic spirit. He loved the fans, definitely had some very memorable uh, meet and greets and uh, was just really well thought of even to, uh, you know, uh, um, and of course people would talk about that tragedy. So this is a very unfortunate end, but uh, you know, I mean, our thoughts are with his family at this time. Yeah. Growing up uh, draws. I actually was a huge fan of draws when he was wrestling because I was from the Pacific Northwest. And of course that's a very grunge mm -hmm. heavy area. And he felt like he was that grunge punk rock kind of wrestler. So I always gravitated toward towards him uh, when he was competing um, and, uh, definitely when he got hurt for me, it was the first time that I really realized how dangerous pro wrestling is and mm. how people do get hurt. Cause I, I was at the age before where, and with the lack of internet is that like people would just disappear from TV for a while yeah. and actually thinking like, Oh, they were hurt or whatever. It was just like, Oh, they're not on TV right now. And that was the first one that really resonated. Like, wow, this is wildly dangerous. What these guys do, uh, in the ring and people get hurt. And it was a, kind of a big moment for me um and especially again big fan of, of draws isa any any thoughts on draws it's, it was just sad news i'm with you on that i remember that injury being one of the injuries that that kind of made a lot of people go oh crap you know you hear about a lot of career-ending injuries but this was a life-changing injury his entire lifestyle changed due to this uh thoughts and prayers are with his fans family friends it was a sad one i tried to avoid social media today because i was trying to skip the you know the smackdown uh spoilers and that is the one thing that i couldn't manage to to, to you know to avoid and and made me very very sad so hopefully you know again like we said thoughts and prayers to all his fans friends and loved ones can we i want to go around the horn i want everyone to give a he's gonna puke <laughs> glenn let me hear yours he's he's gonna Puke, Isa, <laughs> uh, you gotta I do your. I can't stop it. I can't stop it. You got to hear you say it. Say he's gonna puke. No, no I can't stop <laughs> it. You, you do, you do yours, Jack. Do another one for me. He's gonna puke. Oh my goodness! Like, what it's, a... a, it's that you have to put the emphasis on the you, right? Like puke. Puke. <laughs> There's like 17 U's in yes. a row. Puke. <laughs> Before Vince chair meme of getting excited beyond the mat. That scene. I mean, Vince. Yeah. Just yeah. lit up he yes. lit up like like uh like cindy crawford had come in and said i want to wrestle for the wwf he was more <laughs> excited about someone that could vomit on command yes <laughs> which to be fair is a very interesting talent I knew a dude in a heavy metal band called like schizo and he would just get on stage and like, and he would like vomit on people. Like people were into it. It was very gross. I could not be anywhere near that. Could you imagine though, you're working, let's say you're a wrestler and they're like, Hey Glenn, there's this new wrestler draws. His thing is he pukes. You're like, wait, pause. How is that going to play into our match? I mean, if you think about what they've done with the dog food match, the stink face, I mean, I think in my mind, even with Jake the Snake, the threat of it, I feel like one unlucky guy would have been on the receiving end, and then they would have just threatened it for the next five years. It, like, it would pay off maybe one in every hundred matches. Oh, God, I would... I'd I think I would puke. Yeah, if and that's I got the thing. Puked. It would be like the scene in Stand By Me, right? Like everybody would start doing it. The ref would start doing it. Green shirt guy and Brock Lesnar guy would start doing it. The entire it, ring would just be it, like a big vomit fest. It'd be like that Family Guy scene where they try the epicac yeah. and they try to see yeah, how yeah. they can hold on to it. <laughs> oh, I mean, and it's crazy that this was a man who was like two years away from taking his company public was just like, this is the gimmick. <laughs> this is what's going to get us back on top. F you, Hulk Hogan. We're going we're gonna to come back with, with puke. Man, well, I guess the, the takeaway is, uh, and I think what a great legacy of, of draws in some ways, is that we're still all here laughing and having a great time because of some of the things he did. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. you know, thoughts and prayers, rest, you know, RIP, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Um, as we move on, uh, Bailey had some words that were very interesting uh, about uh, Mercedes. Uh, Bailey told Gorilla Position, I beg her every day. I beg her every chance, uh, referring to getting Mercedes to come back to WWE. I beg her every chance. 
you know what? It doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter how it happens. I would love to one day step back in the ring with her, whether it's teaming with her, whether it's against her. But right now, I just want whatever happiness she needs to feel, whatever she needs to accomplish her dreams, accomplish her goals. I'm just happy to see her happy. Issa, this is like great just being a good friend, supporting them, but also wanting them to be around. Yeah, I mean, their their friendship is legendary to me. I, I always appreciate it. And uh, we saw Bailey support her going all the way to Japan to be there for her debut. Like, they're just, you can just tell that those two adore each other. And this is a lifetime, you know, yeah. kind of friendship. So I can, I, I can see that, right? And, and it's like, you have those real life friends that move away or whatever. And they're like, I don't want you to go, but you got to do what you got to do. But I'm still going to beg you to come back. I got my best friend still in New York. She begs me every day. It's, it, I love to see the real friendship there i i personally do think that we will see her back eventually i do yeah i think one way or another sasha's gonna make a return to wwe even if it's one-offs here and there she's got to mm. be back at some point but glenn you sound doubtful you don't think uh well, mercedes will ever make it back here okay so here's the tell until mercedes monet appears on aew i think there's a chance she comes back to wwe I think that will be if she does something in AEW or Impact, but I think it would be AEW, just a hunch. Um, I think that the WWE returns it could happen, could happen sooner than we think. But if she signs a deal with AEW, I think it's going to be years before we see her back in the WWE ring. That's going to be the tell. If this injury hadn't happened, we might know a little bit more. Right? Right. right. See, I always think forever's a long time and yes. if bret hart could find himself back on wwe tv i think that anybody could potentially find themselves back on wwe tv i don't i'm not saying i would bet the farm that she's going to wrestle full time for wwe again she might just go off into hollywood but i feel like she's going to have at least one more match yeah i mean i'm with glenn in the fact that i know that aw well, if they get a hold of her, they're going to sign her for years. I don't think it's a matter of because she worked there. I still think WWE, I mean, they hire one of the freaking founders of the company. I don't think it's because it's, it's they're with AEW. I think it's a matter yeah. of how long will Tony Khan will try to sign her for. And I do think that Mercedes has learned a lot and smart. I mean, from what I heard, even her New Japan contract is a very short contract. So I do you think know. that playing her, with her options and seeing what she wants to do. But I do love seeing her happy. And like Bailey said, whatever she wants to do to make her happy, I'll support her. I, I think Sasha's the kind of person that has a fan base that will go wherever she's at and support her. Now, I heard I, the other day I was on Jeff Gersman's podcast and YouTube channel talking about the AEW Fight Forever video game, which I'm happy to talk about here later if we want to get into one of the most polarizing and complicated video games I think I've ever played. The graphics um, look amazing for Super Nintendo. Yes. But <laughs> Jeff had a very interesting observation because we were both picked Zelina Vega to win the women's money in the bank match. And Jeff said something about the way they're presenting Zelina is almost like their FU to Sasha of like, we can kind of present a similar swagger. They, they almost see her as the heir apparent to that character and role in the women's roster and i thought that was a very interesting observation because i couldn't quite put my finger on what was different about zelina in the last few months but it does seem like they're they're giving they're i feel like they see that in her which i think i hadn't thought of before well we'll have to see how far that goes with money in the bank this weekend but before we do get into that glenn you can't tease it and not get into it tell us a little bit about this aw oh, game Jesus i've been wanting Christ. to i i mean obviously we, we we've got it you know yeah, yeah <laughs> we've yeah. got to get to something okay. but, uh uh like thoughts on it I, i'll be honest i'm not super blown away by the graphics but i've heard people say it's fun as far as game it is goes. but remember this is like still a 60 dollar game if this was a 30 dollar game and it was just meant to be something that you download install um the roster is missing a lot of people now ftr and some wrestlers that are not in the core roster are like day one dlc that are out mm -hmm. there but when you're playing it you just start to notice that you know, it doesn't quite feel up to date with everything that's been going on in AEW. Uh, my main thing is you have to kind of figure out with Orange Cassidy how to do the, the soft kicks. You have mm -hmm. to first do the taunt, put your hands in your pockets, and then it'll happen. And maybe the AI goes with it. Maybe it doesn't. Um, but the gameplay, it's very repetitive. Uh, the roster, I mean, Cody Rhodes is in the game still. Right. He's like the <laughs> easiest unlock. 
I spent about eight hours with it. And I think if you're a hardcore AEW, AEW fan, you're going to buy this game. But I think if you're on the fence, um, it just doesn't feel, you know, the WWE games make up for their shortcomings by hitting you with every wrestler imaginable, every career highlight GM mode. And this has the road to elite mode, which actually has a lot of elements of Japanese social RPGs. So mm-hmm. you can see really that kind of Kenny Omega influence with his love of gaming. Um, in fact, you can even choose a vegan diet. So part of it is you go out to eat. And <laughs> I, I posted some stuff on Twitter, like avocado toast, like vegan Philly cheesesteak. Like I'm eating better in this game than I do in real life as a vegan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you go like to restaurants, you go sightseeing. It's really got kind of a hokey charm to it, but it just doesn't feel like any other modern wrestling game. You know, and that probably cuts both good and bad. But I think that, um, yeah, I just, you know, if this had come out a year ago, I think people would be a lot more receptive to the fact this has been a three-year build. Yeah. is bound to make people feeling like it was a lot of promise. And it's, it's a good first effort, but I don't know if that's good enough at this stage in the year 2023 with a wrestling video game. I think that's all fair. I, again, I haven't played it, but it sounds, that all sounds very fair. It does look like it's a, a fun, quick play like i'd play yeah. it's the kind of game I'd, I'd play it i'd download it i'd play it like a ton for a weekend and then probably never play it again the yeah way it looks like and the creator wrestler mode you no community creations so you can't share or go in and download a bunch of characters that's mm-hmm. huge and your creator wrestler is very limited in yeah. terms of hairstyle facial features um yeah it just it feels kind of like a beta proof of concept which is good but i don't know if it's a 60 dollars good i mean granted if you're an AEW fan you'll you'll want to rep and support the company but i'm just saying oh and no commentary either on the matches there's commentator commentary in between the matches and jr will make his little quips next albert says things but you start playing the matches you get abbreviated entrances and then silence you just get the audience no commentary hmm. which is also yeah. kind of weird yeah if it is a first step then it shouldn't be $60, but yeah. I guess, you know, knowing gaming, it'll be 30 bucks in oh, a month yeah, anyways. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'll definitely, I'll probably end up getting it and playing it just because I'm a sucker and I buy all this stuff. All oh the yeah. Time. I, I, spent, <laughs> I spend like $99 for the WWE pre-order edition, right. you know, but with that, man, I'll tell you, since they brought back my GM mode, I'm actually shocked. And my GM mode is like the most basic ass, like Commodore 64 level of gameplay. But my GM mode gets me all the time. Like I will just play that. And I don't know about you, but I'm one of those guys like, I'm not getting it this year. I mean, I don't know if it looks good enough. And then I end up getting the $99. Like, yeah, well, I got to get all, if I'm going to get it, I got to get all of it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So with this, I mean, I'm a sucker. It's fun. It's just, it doesn't have the wow factor graphically that WWE games have. It doesn't have the depth WWE games have and the lack of community stuff. I feel like, yeah, you're giving up a lot, uh, but you're not getting that much of a discount on price. So we'll see. Well, well, let's continue on with the show. Uh, I'm glad you let me know. Uh, but before we get into the show, again, I want to thank everyone who's here. Uh, like, comment, share, subscribe, five-star review. But if you're watching us live, feel free to hop in the chat if you want. It's a friendly group, or you can just lurk like some of the folks do here, just lurking around, watching and, and judging silently. That's okay, too. But if you are in the chat, I want to give you a shout-out. Uh, Paul, let me know if I'm saying your name right. Armando, Psycho, we got Cleveland Rocks, Jack Ramon. We got Fat Matt back in the house, the Jif King, Dylan Matthews, Shelbowski. We got... Uh, um, going to keep scrolling back here. We got a lot of Jeffrey Sullivan, Ricky Zaldivar. Thank you all for coming through. Bit Milligan, uh, Zook Enigma saying that's me referring to the uh, the lurking. Thank you all for being in the chat. Let us know what you thought of the show and feel free to react as we go through. We do have some super chats. Uh, Fat Matt, uh, we got a couple from you. John Stamey, uh, got one from you as well. I'm going to save those for when we get to that part of the show yeah. so we can keep the show flowing. But I just want you guys to know I got them. We're going to get to them, but we're going to wait till we're at that part of the show. We're starting the show pretty deadly versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. The perfect matchup to start the trip to London. Issa, Demon Diva, never heard you speak about who I think is the kind of tag team that could be at the very tippity top of pro wrestling. And that is those gorgeous highwaymen known as pretty deadly. 
Yeah, you're missing on Tuesdays. I've been pretty high on Pretty Deadly for quite some time now. I was very happy to see them get this opportunity. I love the fashion's choice tonight. I love that they had the costume shirts made with the tag teams red and blue. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, show how much the match meant to them. I mean, putting them against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, who are so crazy over, kind of like... I guess I expected a bigger uh, pop for them in their home crowd, mm -hmm. but um, I, I did. I, I I felt the love, but I felt more love for Sammy and and Kevin Owens here. But my God, the match was a banger! And did we expect any less from both of these teams? I mean, outside of Pretty Deadly being just absolutely fabulous, they can go in the ring. I was looking forward to this, even though it felt pretty predictable the finish. I didn't see Pretty Deadly getting getting the win here tonight, but I I personally this was one of the high points I was looking forward to, and they delivered. Sami saying is crazy over everywhere right now. That entrance, I mean, again. The, the way the audience responds to him is just incredible. Mm -hmm. And hearing that tonight, that I mean, I think they, they were louder than Montreal. All thanks to Roman Reigns, but yeah. Well, uh, it's good because ultimately Sammy's going to be the one to take that title off. So I think uh, you know, it's good, it. good long time. Get some help. Come on. You say to people like, Drew McIntyre's the guy. Come well, on, okay, come wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Wait, hold on. I'm even coming to, I'm even going to come to Glenn's defense here because you can, you can pop all you want for Logan, but everybody knows that Sammy is Glenn's guy, has been since day one. So if he wants to work out for Sammy, we're going to let it happen, okay? No, but that response, that was great. Pretty, I want, wanted Pretty Deadly to be more over. I mean, because again, yeah. we've loved them since they're running NXT. I think that the question is, where do they go from here? They, maybe there's a rematch. Maybe there's something. But the problem is the tag division right now is really, you know, you have the Usos and you have Sammy and KO, and then you kind of have everybody else on the men's side. Um, and if you look at the matches they're doing, I mean, the Brawling Brutes occasionally will operate as a tag team. Uh, the Viking Raiders... Uh, hit row is like in the most unfortunate position ever. Um, LWO gets to compete as tag team as a tag team semi-frequently. So with pretty deadly, I just hope they don't get lost in the shuffle, you know? Um, but I, I would say they're probably in that second tier with the street profits. I've been saying with pretty deadly, I'm one of the seven people that watched NXT UK and back in NXT UK days, I told my pal Flobo Boyce, I said, these guys, pretty mm. deadly, could be, they have everything you want in superstars. They have yeah. everything you want. Like, I, I, look, I'm not saying they need to break up anytime soon, but I think individually, like, especially Elton Prince, I could see him main eventing Mania someday. I think he's got the look, the size. Mm. I think he's can talk on a microphone. I think he's got everything. I think uh, both of them do. Uh, I just think Elton Prince is, is, is the guy, but both of them are incredible. Um, and I think that, look, this was a step back today, but they're going to be, they're going to be well, such stars. What they really need are more segments to showcase their personalities, because I feel like they've got to do that in their entrance a little bit and very, very briefly backstage. But remember in NXT, part of the reason these guys got so over was their talking and their ability mm -hmm. to, to, uh, yes, boy, one another and, uh, just yes. And, and elevate. And I think they can get people really really hyped up if they let them do that it's, it's just one of those things that nxt allows the wrestlers a little bit more of a chance to be full-fledged characters rather than the main yeah. roster it's like you just get glimpses of that potential yeah i think they'll find a way to break through i just believe in them and they're i mean they're song like that dancing queen inspired yes uh, entrance. The, ABBA, the most abba uh, entrance theme ever in wwe i love it with the ball and everything oh my god i'm just a huge i think uh, they're gonna get there and, they, and they're they're already being positioned very well especially if when we look at all these people that came up from the last draft i think they're up there with the best position ones yeah and i think a lot of times i mean again they took the loss tonight but i think a lot of times the call-ups outside of a few they're kind of expected to go through a few losses and kind right. of a rough patch. I think they have to kind of earn their spot taking losses. And I think that's what they're going through right now, but eventually they're going to, 
Which I don't think two Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at yeah. the O2 SmackDown is really it's, yeah. a, it's still a, it's still a W guys. Like I'm sorry, yes. still, and they put on a banger of a match. They yeah, this up was great it. tonight. I love the finish too. Like it was it was it was fun. I have fun, and that's that's the one thing I like about Pretty Deadly. I love obviously, uh, you know, I love the match, but they make me smile. Mm-hmm. And then they get in the ring and they kill it. Or they'll do some heel tactics that I'm like, oh, these sneaky bastards. Like, I just, I really, really love everything that they do. And I, I really do think that they're going to they're gonna get there. Yeah. They, they're, everything about them, the way they walk and everything, they're just so fun. I just, I love them. They make me. I was, I was a little jealous because I saw they did media day today. And I was like, damn it, I should have done I this know. event. Just, I would have talked so much fashion with these guys. If I, <laughs> if I ever get to interview them, it would be so much fun. So I was, yeah. I was testing my coworker that represents the Lucha Libre for this one. And I'm like, I am so jealous right I now. I know. I, I he's like, like, he's texting me back, like, you got all of these people. And I'm like, yeah, but you got pretty deadly. I know. I saw a lot of our friends in the wrestling media. <laughs> Uh, in yeah. London today, I was just like, "Oh, that would have been worth the plane ticket just to go for that." The Dandy Highwayman. Uh, we move yes. on, and uh, Mackenzie Mitchell is interviewing Adam Pierce when the Brawl and Brutes come in, and Ridge Holland wants a fight, so Aust- he gets one against Austin Theory, and if he wins, he gets a shot at the U.S. title. He does not win, <laughs> does not win. so he does not get a shot at the U.S. title. In fact. <laughs> Fat Matt with a super chat here says, why not make the USA match official just to murder Ridge? Um, this was to me, as someone watching here in the States, Glenn, this was this win wasn't about Austin Theory. This win was about America. Yes, I've never felt as patriotic <laughs> as watching America's best ambassador, Austin Theory. Because representing this country before we celebrate our independence day that's what i was gonna say just because birthday. they're in london we can't forget it's fourth of july weekend good <laughs> and just imagine if austin theory had fought in that revolutionary war and he'd signed his name on that declaration of independence and raised it high above his head and then and- took a selfie <laughs> bye Glenn. bye isa Today, it wasn't A-Town down. Today, it was USA town down. Jack. <sighs> oh, come on. That was a good one. <laughs> Fine. It, was, it was actually no. good. You know, that, that entrance song is a banger, though. I just, I feel like Austin Theory has become, and I'm sorry because I know that Glenn is pretty high up on, on this patriotic ride that he just went on but he is the most irrelevant champion in wwe right now wow tell oh. me tell me when i'm telling lies <laughs> uh dana brooke doesn't even bring her 24 7 title to the shows anymore no but i mean like look at gunther look at seth rollins look at Rhea ripley look at you know what i mean like when you look yeah. at the list of the people that are holding singles championship right now i feel like austin theory is at the bottom of this list yeah i see an argument for that that makes sense. I think if I was to list all the champions in WWE, if I'm being honest, I'd put Austin Theory at number one because the USA is always number one. America. Except in healthcare, education. I'm sorry. I can't hear you over Social my... <laughs> Man, Bret Hart this... really had some v- valid points now that I think about it. This podcast <laughs> is way too white for me right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, I think it's good for Austin. The problem with Austin, though, is having Austin Theory and Grayson Waller on the same show is the biggest mistake WWE is currently making because it's it's screwing over both of them. Without them being a team anyways. Yeah, I mean, but if they're a team, that's kind of a step down. But his problem is, so Grayson is all promo. Austin's almost all in ring. Yeah, I think I think they're stepping on each other. Uh, stepping into this career is quite a bit being on the same brand. Do you think, uh, Issa, is there room on SmackDown for Austin Theory and Grayson Waller? I mean, it's not like they're making either one of them relevant. Both of them but are in a why. really crappy position right now. If they but yeah, I see your point. I see your point. Right. You know, I, I think uh, 
maybe like Dylan just brought up, I think Grayson is fighting an injury, but at this point yeah. it's almost like do we keep putting him in these segments that are not really hitting? Because I mean the, they're hitting because he's setting up storylines for everybody else but himself. He kind of just comes out and introduces the show at this point. There's not even any banter. Today the banter, the last few ones, the banter has happened between everybody else that keeps coming out and interrupting and he just sits there watching. Um, we'll get into that when we get to that segment. But yeah, yeah and just not Austin Theory needs a good feud and I, I'm just still like mind blown at the fact that this man I mean it was a crappy match but he defeated John Cena and I mean John Cena cut that promo about how he had nothing to gain from whether he won or lost <laughs> he wasn't lying because Austin Theory has gone on to do nothing after defeating John Cena and that's like crazy to me yeah you know who I think uh, Austin Theory should have a rivalry with after this after especially after today the Redcoats. That's what makes America. That's what makes the U.S. great. Austin Theory versus the Redcoats. <laughs> and then he should just go full Hamilton and do a freestyle rap about freedom. Yeah, you're. We're on the same page, Glenn. <laughs> Not gonna miss my shot. <laughs> so. I want Austin Theory to come out and cut a promo and be like, "I've got an idea. What if we did Hamilton, but it was all white people?" Yeah. <laughs> We got to move on. Yeah. Speaking of carrying cross, uh, he oh, wants, he says he loved choking on AJ Styles, wants to do it again <laughs> sometime. AJ says, sure, why not? But Meachin's going to be here next time. Uh, Glenn, carrying cross, AJ Styles, round two. Are you in for it? I think uh, cross is going to throw AJ off the edge of the earth. So he's going to oh. copy Baron. <laughs> oh. I was going to make a joke about Baron Corbin throwing Rey Mysterio off the balcony or off the building. Oh, yeah, that was great. Uh, money in the bank a few years ago, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I think... Um, man, Cross has been in a lot of repetitive feuds. I, I just worry about how they're booking him. Actually, Cross versus Theory would be a great way to take that title off Austin Theory. And put it on Cross? Yeah. Hey, I don't know. should be the one. Styles, yeah, Styles has held that title so many times, though. So, I don't know. It's, he's good. He's, he's more than he's, good. Have you seen that good. hair? This is the it's problem. This is the hair. problem with Roman That's having it. the championship on lock don't go there, and the Glenn. bloodline being the don't dominant storyline. Is that there, Austin Glenn. Theory is the most active champion? Austin is the most active champion on the SmackDown roster. I think Issa asked or started what is really getting me thinking of the real question here, and that is. Who's got the best hair on SmackDown? I mean, AJ Styles yeah, AJ has Styles. to be a front runner there. I don't know if you know this, but I touched AJ Styles' hair. Oh, really? That must have been incredible. It was. My fingers turned to gold and like unicorns walked into the room. It was crazy. AJ Styles, and man. Coincidentally, Cross looks the best when he has no hair. I don't know what they were thinking, giving him his hair. I like him with hair. <sighs> I don't know. I... Didn't you say, we used to talk about the professions he looked like as he was growing his hair out. <laughs> It was very awkward, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I mean, he looks like a mechanic and not like Dash and Dawson. I mean, he looks just like he needs to shave that hair again. Like Dash know. and Dawson. They were mechanics. They were the mechanics. They it's were. A deep NXT reference for yeah. people watching NXT in 2016. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bigger audience than the ones that watched NXT UK, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bailey is putting her spot uh, in Money in the Bank on the line against Shotzi. Uh, EO kind of sets this up, but then helps Bailey keep her spot 
after the match, uh, Issa, Shotzi assaults Bailey and damage control self-defend Shotzi's hair off. Um, yeah, she effed around and found out. What is it? How do you feel, Issa, about because this is two things in a row now where there was something on the line that didn't end up coming through in the match, whether it be if you win this match, you get shot at the US title. If you win this match, you get in money in the bank. Both of them happened, but both of them had zero consequence. Well, before I get into that, I just want to give a shout out to that London crowd. That Bailey singing will never yeah. get old, and I'm glad that they're keeping it alive. And they just hyped. kept going and going and going, and you can see it in her face. She tries to hide the emotion, but you can just see it in her face that it just it, it gets to her a little bit. It's it's amazing, and it, it'll never get old. Um, I you did you think that Chelsea was gonna win? I mean, the United States Championship thing was weird, but I never thought that. Mm. That Bailey was gonna lose her spot, not no. at one, not at one second. So I, I guess I don't really feel a certain kind of way. I just thought it was gonna be a match to showcase everybody because look, we got the men in the triple threat. You know they like to yeah, this money in the nice. bank people in 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 some matches. So yeah, I didn't think that Shotzi had a chance here. No offense, <laughs> but I hope this leads to Shotzi getting a mohawk and like. Trimming her hair and shaving it because that looking all bad. She would look so badass. She looks so badass. She mohawk. already does. I know, I but mean, it'd be a nice yeah. reboot. It would know? be a good reboot, but I mean, she does already. I'm just saying. Yeah. I do um, like, though, if someone's going to cut their hair, like, make it part of the show. It always, it kind of bothers me when someone, like, shaves their head or does something. Like, you could have made that part of the show. Why didn't you yeah. make that a thing? Yeah. No, I know. Uh, but it was good. Uh, it was a good backstage segment. And, um, man, I don't know. I still think Zelina's winning tomorrow. But I think, uh, I think the women's match... Might might even be better than the men's tomorrow for Money in the Bank. That happens. I mean, I mean, I don't know. They got some people who are really good at ladder match situations. No, I know. I think, I th- that, I think both matches are stacked. Look, I'll be happy with the result as long as James Ellsworth doesn't show up and climb that ladder. I'll be happy with whoever wins. wins I'm just day. hoping Brock Lesnar shows up at the very end and gets yeah. it for that, doing nothing. He was That's, so much fun when he had it. I think I think it's going to be Logan Paul though. I think they want that briefcase in the background of everything he does for the foreseeable well, future. Well, let's talk about that part of the show. Yeah. Grayson the Waller effect. Uh he brings out Logan Paul and Paul says that he may go after Rollins, may go after Reigns, may beat up LA Knight. And that's when the sheer force of charismatic nature came crashing onto the shores of London. Yeah. No matter how good the burns are from Logan Paul, the crowd loves LA Knight. They don't care. Eventually, Butch and Santos come out, and the brawl, a brawl ensues, leading to a triple threat match with uh, Butch getting the win and getting the last laugh in the post-brawl. Issa, is it time to admit that Logan Paul is the greatest celebrity wrestler of all time? No, but I actually <laughs> did like this segment. I thought that, first of all, I cannot stop reading the generic non-existent tweets about Grayson Waller that scroll yeah. through the... They are, they are so freaking ridiculous. What cologne does Grayson Waller use? I always enjoy the Waller effect. I'm like, I'm like I, I try to encourage the people watching my watch alone to go and tweet really generic things about Grayson Waller just to see. Are any but, of those um, real accounts? No, they're not. It's like Grayson yeah. Guy 914. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, it's like, it's fun to read. But um, I... I Immediately when he mentioned LA Knight, I thought there was something to it, right? Like LA Knight being mentioned by by he he triggered Logan Paul. I I liked it. Makes me wonder. I do think they're going to want uh Logan Paul at SummerSlam. So if Logan Paul doesn't win the briefcase, makes me wonder if that's a match because that could be. I I am rooting for Poppy in the bank. I'm rooting for Damian Priest here, right? Mm. So. Why not set up something between Logan and LA Knight? That would be a huge match for LA Knight if he's not going to be successful here. Um, I, I enjoyed this segment. I liked, I'm sorry, but I like the burn that Logan had for, for LA Knight when he said, you're lucky I'm even addressing you. I was like, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought Santos came out looking good. And Butch, he's just crazy. I, I had a lot of fun watching this. And they were going, they were they were going crazy in that announce table. <laughs> that spot went crazy and they were rolling around, punching each other. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the segment. Uh, I just feel bad that Grayson Waller is just the setup guy. And I think there's a super chat about it. People are saying he's recovering from an injury. I just hope that he's able to recover 
quite fast because I missed the Grayson Waller effect being what set up his next feuds yeah. and him getting more physical because I would have loved to see him being actually in the ladder match. Yeah, Glenn, as we do have some super chats about it. Uh, Kelvin Alexander says, Waller isn't cleared to wrestle. He's recovering from an injury. Uh, on top of that, Fat Matt says, OMG, London put LA Knight over. Let me ask you this. Is this Money in the Bank match, is it a two-man race? Is it LA Knight or Logan Paul? Or could someone like Damian Priest or one of the other guys win it? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Damian Priest... I think there, I think there's a case for a lot of the competitors. I think Damien has a very very good argument for him winning this match. Um, L.A. Knight obviously has become a fan favorite, but that almost seems it's almost too much wish fulfillment there. And I feel like uh, you know, old man Vince doesn't want to give the IWC their greatest hopes. So to me, like Logan Paul seems like a very like Nick Khan move. And I mm -hmm. think I think that's what we're gonna get. Interesting. I think that I the people who talk about like the business side of things, I feel like that is what makes Logan the most Paul sense. will be a such a smart marketing move to put the briefcase mm -hmm. on him and see him in the background of these impulsive episodes. Like it will be crazy, in my opinion, to give it to him. But I'm very, 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 very biased in who I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for Selena Vega and Damian Priest. I'm rooting for yeah. Puerto Rico in the bank this year. Okay, I want both Puerto Ricans to win. <laughs> I think you should. I like it when people pull for their favorites. That's what makes pro wrestling fun. I do think I'm going to say something. I think LA Knight is so popular that if you were to tell me that they're going to make plans to change WrestleMania's main event and have it be LA Knight versus whoever Roman Reigns, I would say, I bet that's the biggest match they could come up with. I think he is so popular without getting wins. I think he could be the absolute biggest star in pro wrestling if they play their cards right. And he might almost be there. I mean, he's got to be like top five biggest stars in pro wrestling right now, right? Without I mean, winning. Jack, can you send some of those edibles to my house? Because Yeah, I really please. Like to... Whenever you're on. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who are the bigger stars? You got Roman. Okay, yes. I get that. You got like Seth Rollins. Okay. Who else is getting bigger reactions than LA Knight? Sami Zayn. Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Rhea Ripley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Dom, but Dom and Cody Rhea, Rose, sadly, I'll say it out loud. Yeah, Cody. Cody. I think, but if we're talking people who are going to actually main event WrestleMania, Dom's not main eventing WrestleMania. He could like, if it was against Ray. No, they could. They could. They could have done that one night. Go, if you think back so, uh, to a couple months ago, that could have been. That well, could have invented one night of wrestling. That was a hot match, but if you see Rome, if you see Roman Reigns versus Dominic Mysterio headlining Mania, no one's going to buy that. I mean, we'll see how it goes with Cody. I just, I, I, That's going to be the test. I match. think, I think, I personally think, based on what I saw today, that I they might set up, and that will be good for LA Knight. Look at what Priest and Bad Bunny did for for Priest after Puerto Rico. He looks so good, like on defeat. I think that if LA Knight's not winning or Logan Paul setting up a match between the two of them at SummerSlam will be a big deal for LA Knight, and he's still in a non-title, pretty big match. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It just felt yeah. they were going in that direction. Their back and forward, their exchange just felt like a lot more intense than everybody else that came out just because they were coming out on cue. We're here. You know, Logan Paul mentioned him by name and Logan Paul got the burn on, on Elena. I feel like this story is not ending just tomorrow in the ladder match. That's the vibe that I got from their interaction tonight. I don't know who's going to win, but like I said, I think, I think you might Stay have something... Place very very special with la night here I'm, i think like i mean i've heard people people say the yaz at AEW events they say as they were as at wrestlemania everyone was saying it to each other and he wasn't even on the show it's right i mean i, mean, I think i mean saying was getting bigger reactions and he didn't be but Sami Zayn's you know? winning matches this is la night losing every week and he's still getting this that's the magic of it if they start pushing him and he starts getting wins it's gonna be nuts but do you think they think this is just like another zach Ryder? Like the IWC's pick there. Oh, it's possible. I'm not saying he is you know going mean? to main event WrestleMania. That wasn't a prediction. I was saying if they pushed him and I found out that's what they wanted to do, yeah. I would say I think that that would be incredible. They could they could make that a big match. I'm not saying he is main eventing WrestleMania. Don't get, I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not that far right. off the edge. I'm just saying 
the reactions he's getting, if they said, you know what, we're going to push him to the moon, he's going to win the Royal Rumble and go on to face Roman Reigns, I'd say, you know what, I think he could be every bit that guy. I'm going to I'm gonna find a sports book tonight in Vegas that will take my wrestling bet, and I'm going to put $100 on Logan Paul winning money in the bank. Um, Are you really going to do it? If I can find it, I don't, I don't know if any sports books do wrestling. I think there's books. a few. There's a but if few. I can find one locally, I will walk up to that counter and I will place that bet. Wow. Uh, and I will say, how many points do I get on my player's card for this? We got a couple super chats. Uh, Shabowski says, uh, Finn to win and Priest gets wow. money in the bank. Easy story. Oof, that would be good. That's a, there's a, I, I mean, just don't that's see, a, that's I don't see Finn winning. I, 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 right. I see Priest winning a lot more than I see Finn winning. But Finn yeah. has been, they did a really good job at turning Finn around in a matter of two weeks with the attacks and everything that he did on Seth Rollins. Because when they first announced this match, I got to tell you, I wasn't excited. And and, and, and and getting that more malicious side of Finn Balor out has really helped the build up to this field. Uh, Kelvin Alexander saying, LA yeah. Knight greater than Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder was woo, over. woo, woo. And yeah, know it. Matt's had a great career on the indie sense. I don't think there's any shame in that comparison. But what I mean by this, and this isn't a Triple H thing, but I think the Vince's of the world, the Nikon's of the world, they tend to be dismissive of what they think. Oh, that's just what the internet wants. I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying yeah. if you listen to the crowd, if they strap the rocket, as they say to him, I would, I think he would take off. Uh, we also got Shabowski with a super chat asking you, Glenn, does my name oh. pop you, Glenn? I saw you corpsing. It's a fun name, and uh, that's Canadian $2. That's like a buck fifty American. Oh, wow. I'm taking that right off of there then. Two, uh, Canadian. No. A toonie? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> the, money, the money's got fun colors in Canada, in Canada. Those are, uh, take that we, to Tim Hortons. Get some Timbits. Some, Tim Hortons. And Canada's fun. I grew up in... Uh, Tacoma, Washington. When I was eighteen, oh yeah, you get take it. Our, we take our yeah. trips up there because you could drink at eighteen instead of yeah, twenty-one. You could take the ferry over. Yeah, we yeah spent a lot of time between eighteen and twenty-one in Canada. Love <laughs> Canada, love Vancouver especially. Um, but uh, yeah. So as we continue on, actually, I got a question for you just to spice things up. Um, let's say you're in charge of AEW. You're in charge of AEW's ratings for the next year. I'm gonna ask both of you guys this. All your job is is to increase the ratings over the next year. You work for AEW. Someone from WWE offers you this pitch. Straight up trade. LA Knight for MJF. Do you do it? Yes. You say I mean, yes. It's great. I think WWE oh, wait. is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I thought I was working for it. Because uh, if I'm working for AEW, I'm quitting. <laughs> I work for AEW. Uh, like, no. I'm working for WWE and I'm taking MJF. <laughs> Again, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. for just the year. It's not for whole <laughs> careers no, or anything. It's AEW, just for the next 12 no. months. No, AW really? wouldn't know. wouldn't know what to do with LA Well, they're not a big promo company. But, but like, I'm saying, what to do with MJF. But I'm saying you really I'm saying you are in control of AEW. So you ah. would get to you would get to figure out how to use them. I don't want to work for AEW. Why can't you just put me in WWE? Because <laughs> that's not as fun in this situation. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> WWE has an embarrassment of riches when it comes no, to No, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it. Yeah, no, no, I would no. just put him in the right I will book him the right way. Yeah. Um I was hoping we get some arguments in that. I uh, mean, uh, AEW is in a weird situation. I'm let me put it this way. The best move for AEW in the last in, in years is them hiring Jimmy Jacobs in creative. That actually gives me more hope for the future of AEW TV than anything else. But that's not a fun. I, like the I know it's the not behind, fun. But that's the behind, like behind the camera people aren't fun to talk oh, about. But we've, but we've proven it. Though, but this is the problem in, in AEW. All we talk about is, oh my god, can you believe this person's going there? Oh my god, can you believe they surprised us with this? And then three weeks later, Tony Khan has got a new toy, and the old ones just keep piling up. You know, behind the scenes is it what that company is needed? Yeah. I think, uh, especially when you look at the roster, I, I think that they have the roster. Like I said, like when I actually, without joking, look at your question, I don't think I would trade MJF. I think MJF no. has everything that you need, and he is their top guy. I just don't think he's been booked the right way right now. I'm not sure that his ring is as exciting as I expected it to be. You know what I mean? So I think it's a matter of, of if I'm in control, like really working on the creative of, of, of him, because I think MJF is their top guy and could remain their top guy for a long time. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, if you're talking whole careers, obviously you got a young MJF. You want to keep him as well, but wait, they're top, yeah, guys, I mean, in, they're top guys on CM Punk. Uh, like he wants me to trade MJF for 40 year old. I mean, they might I like said that. For, I said for, AEW I said, might like that. I said for 12 months. That's the difference. Okay, it doesn't matter. He's still, it's, it's, you just got 12 he's, months. He's not on his prime like MJF is, is all I'm saying. So speaking of people in their prime, we mm. got a triple threat match. Charlotte, well, not a triple threat match. I'm sorry. It, it felt like a triple threat. It felt like a triple threat it's match. basically well, a triple did. threat. Yeah. It was a Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. You skipped the oh. Butch. Uh, Do you want, oh. Was there anything? Yeah, yeah. Well, Butch won that match. Butch won, and then he yeah. won the, the melee afterwards. Butch, the least over guy, although I guess Pete Dunn's really over in London, but in the grand scheme of things, Santos and LA Knight are much more over. Yeah. Than, uh, Butch yeah. But though, they, tell they me, gave London I, some love here. You know? I yeah. would love to see Butch win it, though, and then immediately run to the back and challenge right away in that moment because he just wants to fight. So, like... Yeah, he just runs right to the back and challenges like Roman Reigns in the locker room right there. Oh, that'd be so embarrassing for him. Why would you do that? It, I I mean, say, you want to make it interesting? I'm challenging. Like I don't. Gunther. I don't. Re- I don't really want him to. I just think that'd be a funny thing for the character. Yeah, be funny. Uh, yeah. Um, I agree. Um, I'm a big Pete Dunn fan. I, I'd love for him to be successful though, in some way or another. But he needs to bring back that cut up bath mat he was wearing. I think that look was was his <laughs> best one. Bath mat. I mean, come uh, on. That's what it looked like. Um, we got Kelvin says, uh, as far as the trade, if it were me because of his age, probably not. I'd ask for Gunther, though. Gunther yeah, for MJF. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I think they, I think AEW's got a bunch of guys who can wrestle. I think they need someone exciting on the microphone. All their, all their good talkers are kind of have shades of jerk to them. Oh, like, yeah. like who's, their, who's their best talker that isn't just someone who's exciting and happy? All of them are like CM Punk, who good guy or bad guys, kind of got a negative vibe to the way he mm-hmm. talks. Uh, Adam Cole, also, you can kind of tell he's kind of a jerk. Uh, as far as the character goes, I don't know them in real life. I'm just saying, I think most of us think of Adam Cole as a bad guy. I think most of us think of CM Punk as a bad guy. MJF is a bad guy. They don't have that person that can do the call and response in AEW and just hype Max Caster. Max Caster can, but you can't call and re- you can't come back with the uh, raps, though. Yeah, the acclaimed not in AEW fight forever. Wow. They got cut. Anyways, Charlotte Flair takes on Asuka with the title on the line, but it gets thrown out when Bianca goes crazy and starts attacking everybody. What is up with this feud? This feud is so weird that it's this three-way feud. Bianca lost the title to Asuka. Charlotte wants the newly rebranded title. Bianca is pissed at Charlotte because she cut the line. Charlotte's a 14-time champion, she can only win this so many more times well, before it gets ridiculous. That they had given, they have promised Bianca a rematch. Yes. And Bianca promised to stay out of this title presentation ceremony. And that's when Charlotte showed up and they gave Charlotte the rematch. So I think it does make a little sense, you know, in the, in the larger scheme of things, because Bianca did get screwed over. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still don't know what her rematch will be. Uh, this match was messy, though. Can we just talk about that? Because yeah. I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah. I love the afterwards, and we're getting to that, but the match itself, they were just not in the same page. I'm like, I, do we have some jet lag going on here? Because we've seen Asuka <laughs> and Charlotte put on banger matches in the past. They have wrestled each other in the past. They put on some great matches. They were just not in the same page tonight. Yeah, they're not all. giving away the full. They're not giving away the A-plus match on TV. Okay, you, you also don't have to freaking fully fail the assignment, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really about Bianca. At least Bianca. give me a freaking C, you know, like I tried. I mean, <laughs> this is leading to a triple threat. This got to be leading to a triple threat of some sort. Right? Bianca looked like a badass at the end of this. Yeah. But it was she like did. she was, <laughs> she kept flexing the, the, the ticket. And somebody that was uh, on my watch alone told me that he was at the show tonight. And the, all the tickets of the O2 are electronic. <laughs> 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 so they were like, how'd you get a paper ticket? <laughs> I thought that was a fun observation. She's still very old school. She likes to. She she still she prints up her. Uh, she still prints up her flight tickets and stuff. She doesn't yeah, yeah, do yeah. anything at the hotel lobby too. Yeah. Can I use your business black, center? Black and I need white. To print in black and white. <laughs> I've done that before. I've used the business center to print out a plane ticket before at the hotel. Um, the uh, I gotta say, I think Charlotte Flair looks like she's in the best shape of her life, though. Oh yeah, she, she is. Yeah. 
Did she uh, change her gear game too? She's like, oof. Did you see what she tweeted after? Uh, right after SmackDown went off the air, she tweeted, if I wasn't me, I'd buy a ticket to see me too. And I was like, Charlotte Flair, we need to, <laughs> I see it every now and again in the comments. We need to stop the nonsense now. Charlotte she Flair is, is incredible. She's yeah. great. Everyone who's like, it's only because of her last name. Nah, get out of here. She, no. Charlotte Flair is incredible. She's, she I think out, she's the best. It's just superstar. I was, I was talking about that. I'm like, if you're flipping the channel and she just happens to be there, you're just like, who is that? <laughs> like, she has that it factor. It doesn't matter how you feel about her, whether she's your favorite or not. You, you have to at least admit that she does have that it factor that makes you want to go, oh, wait, who is that? Yeah, she's to me, she's the best uh, to, to have ever done it at this point. Um, Rhea Ripley might be hot on her heels by the time her career is done. But for now, she's incredible. Let's just give her her flowers. Rhea Ripley does have a lot of uh, advantage here because Charlotte started later on. Rhea's still in her 20s, you know, and that, that that's Rhea is just getting started. Look at how popular she is. But I mean, look at that match that both of them put on at WrestleMania. It, was, it, was, it literally felt like a battle for who is the best doing it right now between the two of them. That yeah. might have been match of the weekend yeah. uh, at WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Uh, mm. I was there. And if you've ever been to a wrestling show with me, I am a just a I get excited for every I'm like a puppy getting shown treats. So I, I was like every match. I was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> Uh, but so, that one actually was that, that one actually really was really good i feel like it, there's a few that i thought were really good that weekend but that one might actually have been uh been up there but um yeah i think it's gonna be a, a triple threat match my my only hang up with this being a triple threat match is i think you're gonna have two people who are great contenders end up leaving having burned their shot at the title i feel yeah like you don't need a title to do bianca and charlotte I totally feel like you could move uh, Asuka to someone else because I think Bianca and Charlotte is money without a title involved. Bianca has been waiting years to pin all four of the horsewomen. She only has one left. That one is Charlotte. I mean, I, th I did think she looked badass doing that KOD on Charlotte on top of Asuka until the announce table. Like, what a moment for Bianca, you know, to just see her get that. Because they were doing a lot of the, she's a really strong baby face that everybody likes. And I love seeing this side of her back. But I don't think you need a title to do Bianca versus Charlotte. I will watch it no matter what. Did did Bailey ever get a win over Asuka? Well, I remember in NXT, she had that yeah, loss of her championship. Uh, did Bailey ever beat Asuka? Because Asuka hasn't been beaten that many times. I was just Googling it, but that would be a good rematch for Asuka. Yeah. yeah, that would actually make a lot of sense. And you're right. I don't think Bianca versus Charlotte. Actually, and you know, that is a SummerSlam match too. I mean, yeah. SummerSlam quality level match. So if they, yeah, great point. I think if they split off and did that and then Asuka versus Bailey could be really good um, or Asuka versus Io because Io's going to yeah. win money in the bank. Oh, uh, there you go. Um, We'll see, though. Uh, Roman Reigns comes out wearing just the best shirt ever printed on fabric. Uh, says he's the one and the Usos need to apologize. The Usos say they think Solo should be the tribal chief. Roman laughs and Solo doesn't think it's so funny. We get some Solo songs. Solo doesn't snuck. think anything is funny, Jack. <laughs> so well, I'm still right, even though it's everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but John Stamey with the super chat patience award. Thank you so much for waiting until we got to the end here. Isa, you can't turn this off. This one's coming to you. John Stamey says Roman is going to lose and get pinned. Just saying. Look, I have a theory on how tomorrow is going to go. However, um, I don't trust Roman matches when he has to rely on somebody else. But Roman getting pinned, now you're getting a little unrealistic. I just don't see that happening. It's too big of a moment for it to just go on here. Well, I think yeah. it is. And I think even if it's going to be Jay, like, then do it in the one-on-one -on -one match, you know, when he actually gets pinned. Um, I, I think that Solo and Roman win, but I'm obviously super biased. However, even if Roman and Solo were to lose, I just don't see Roman um, being the one getting pinned. I don't. Not yet. I think this is leading the most exciting match they could do at SummerSlam with the bloodline is a fatal four way yep. for the championship mm -hmm. where they just have them all fighting with each other. Correct. And that's where I think it's headed. And I would love to have Paul Heyman try and mediate that and be like, well, solo has a problem with Jimmy 
who has a problem with Roman, who has a problem with, with Jay, Jay, who's mad at Solo. <laughs> right. That could, like, that's how, that's the next logical step for the soap opera. Right. The, I, that Fatal 4 ways is one hell of a main event. I almost think, I mean, SummerSlam is big, right? But you almost think like that. It should be Rumble, WrestleMania, but SummerSlam yeah. is what's coming up. So we'll do it then. SummerSlam is a big show for them. And I think yeah. they're trying to make that reignite it as one of the big ones mm -hmm. for them. Uh, so I, I could see something like that happen. I just can't mm -hmm. see Roman Reigns doing two PLE losses back to back. Correct. I, I said that as well. I just, I think that they have hang on to the fact that he hasn't been pinned because it's not that he hasn't lost. It's that he hasn't been pinned that I feel like when it happens, he needs to be for that undisputed championship. He needs to feel like a big, because then when he finally drops the title, it's going to be like, well, it doesn't matter because the Usos pinned him in a tag match a couple of months ago. Yeah. No, it, you can't pin Roman. And I know everybody in the chat is going to be like, you're saying that because it's your favorite. No, I'm saying that because when the moment happens, he needs to feel like, he needs to feel like one of those, where were you when Roman Reigns finally got pinned? Yeah. It can't happen yeah. tomorrow. And SummerSlam is five weeks away. It's so weird that they moved it up to early August now. It does feel right. like summer, though. I know. Well, every year it's like different, but I remember when it was here at the end of August, and the last year it was in July. Remember, like yeah. it's just it's being all over the place with the dates. But obviously, the, it has to be city and and the stadium that they're going to. But speaking of this segment, I I freaking loved it. I just loved everything about it. Uh, obviously, the Usos they are such mid carters that they come out and be like did you wow. stop to think about what will happen if you lose no roman doesn't lose he doesn't think about that that's how you set your mind you have to set your mind as i'll never lose so why would he think about something that's never going to happen but the usos are so used to losing and that's the first thing that comes out of their mind what's gonna happen if you lose no that's what happens to you that's why you're in the position that you're in, right? I think the Usos, and they're saying, oh, we don't want to be tribal chiefs. No, they should have come out. They should have said they're going to kick their ass. They should have said, we're going to be the new tribal chief, and we're going to make you suffer like you did us. Wow. I, That's how the Usos should have approached this. I felt like they just felt like, haha, we're just... It... And I know that that's their attitude, don't get me wrong, but they're like, oh, welcome to Uso Penitentiary, all this. They felt a little more on the not-so-serious side. Mm. But then when they started brawling, that it, it got intense. That brawl was intense. Everybody was hitting everybody's security. I really liked the pull-apart brawl at the end, but I didn't think that the promo was as serious as it could have been. I think that the the video recap tonight, which by the way had the oh, narration like the Ken Burns Civil War documentary. Yeah, yeah I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. That loved was it. that that overshadowed this end segment tonight. Correct, correct. Because I was I was saying that the video package felt so intense that mm -hmm. the promo battle between them before the pull apart was great, but the promo battle but, just felt like oh it's okay. But Roman I, did sound a little weak when he was out there, and he was like, "Just come weak. out here and you apologize, and then we'll move forward, weak. and we'll go on." I, I actually, I did, I actually liked what the USO said too, in the sense that, to me, one driving the wedge between Solo and Roman, very smart, but also, it is an interesting thing. What will the family say about? Reigns if he loses, what would oh, happen yeah. if but he lost? We're talking about creating. Anything. He doesn't lose. This is this is creating the stakes. There's this no is creating. creating... The only doubt that Roman needs to have in his brain is Solo Sikoa because now he learned that he can't trust his family. So I will hope that he's going into tomorrow not even trusting his tag partner because that's the way that he should. Wow. Go. Well, you can't win if you don't trust your tag partner. Yeah, you can. What's he gonna do? You never can. tag. What you never... think you, you need? You need both of them to pin? No, one of them gets the pin to win, Jack. But he can't. He can't beat both the Usos. No one yeah, can beat can. single-handedly. If he can't beat Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, he can't with a tag team partner. He can't beat both the Usos. Yeah, he can. He's okay. gonna actually. He's gonna stack them like just like he did Edge and Daniel I mean, Bryan. It's gonna be a beautiful sight. Maybe, maybe with the help of Solo, but not with not by himself. Hmm. Come on. Yeah, he can. It's the Usos, please. Well, tune in tomorrow night to find out. We'll have to We're find out. Yeah, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow. special time, money in the bank. Uh, I think that does it for us. We covered SmackDown. Um, before we go, I want to thank everyone for joining us again. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, and before we go, Glenn, why don't you let us know your overall thoughts on this week's SmackDown and uh, where the world can find you online? Big SmackDown tonight, good go home show. A little tough being pre taped, as we've always discussed the challenges there, but energy of the O2 is fantastic. Tomorrow's going to be off the hook. Money in the Bank, top three pay-per-view of the year, in my opinion. And uh, really can't wait to see it. 
follow me at Glenn Rubenstein on the Twitters. And uh, we'll be back here, Issa, myself, and Mr. Alfred Kanawa on Tuesday to talk about NXT 2.0. And special shout out. Thank you to everybody that sent me the nice well wishes uh, in the preparation and recovery from my colonoscopy on Wednesday. It was all clear. It's all good. And uh, I made it through. And that's, well, that's, that's good. The healthy. It's good to hear that you're healthy and you're uh, you got through that. Yeah. Men over 40. You don't want to get it done. You need to get it done. It's <laughs> it's they knock you out for it. It was over and done with. It was so easy. It was. Uh, yeah. Get Get yourself checked out. But uh, yeah. Good to be back in Tuesday night. NXT 2.0. The fallout from the gold rush. And of course. Kelvin R. Alexander saying Issa is the best at mental gymnastics. She is the Dana Brooke of mental gymnastics. Well, Dana Brooke of mental gymnastics. Uh, where can the world find you? And what were your overall thoughts on the show? I thought tonight's show was fun. Um, always when you have a good crowd, the energy of the show just feels so different. It's just so much fun to watch a crowd that's enjoying the show. Um, I can't wait for Money in the Bank. I'm super excited. Dominic's going to be Cody. Roman's going to stack the Usos. I mean, this is going to be, a, we're going to have Puerto Rico in the bank. This is going to be the best pay-per-view. <laughs> um, you guys can find me here on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Also, NYC Demon Diva across all social, especially on YouTube. Go subscribe to my channel. And also, Lucha Libre online and all over the place basically and again i want to thank everyone for joining us in the chat we got roland popping up here at the end here kod showing up at the end where were you earlier kod that's a de demerit uh showing up late <laughs> jeffrey kelvin alicia ricky psycho dylan we got uh, by the way huffman elite training you showed up late too that's a demerit for you as well uh joaquin is here in the chat or jaquan i should say uh Christopher, Darius, uh, we got a lot of folks that showed up halfway through the show. Uh, thanks for making it, though. Prit Paul and uh, everyone else. Appreciate you, James, Chris Aldridge. You follow me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. Make sure to follow at Wrestling Inc. to stay up to date on all of the wrestling news. And make sure to be here tomorrow right after Money in the Bank for a explosive after show covering the fallout of all of that. Plus, Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Da, da, da. That does it for us. We're going to go. See you guys tomorrow after Money in the Bank. Happy Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.